turn from darkness into light, a very important dimension we need to understand. So Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now, it all started with the word. And the word is, at the same time, the life, and also is the light. Okay, so let me, let me explain this. This is very important. In the beginning, John chapter 1, verse 1 says, in the beginning was the word. Okay, and we know that the word is Christ, Jesus, the Lord. Okay, uh, when I say Jesus, actually, he is the Christ who became flesh and then was called Jesus. Okay, he was not always called Jesus, but he is the Christ, the son of the living God, the living word. And the Bible says, <clears throat> and the word was with God. So in other words, Christ and the Father and the Spirit, they are one. Okay, from eternity past, they have been together. They are one. The Bible then says, through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that's very important. You know, the word is the ever-living one. So in Christ, there is life. It's not the life that we have where we get born one day and then, you know, uh, we see people uh, die at one particular time. No, this life has a very different kind of quality. It's eternal life. This, this is the ever-existing life. And <clears throat> interestingly then, the Bible says, in him was life, and that life, okay? So this is important for us to understand. <clears throat> that life was the light of men. So Jesus came to us with light, okay? Light is very important, and I want to take a bit of time to, to extract a number of things from, from the science of, of, of light because it is much more than what most of us realize and think. So, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit being one from eternity past. All things, the Bible says, were created through the Word of God that was released in order to create. And we all know that uh, the first thing that God did when, when uh, we read the book of uh, Genesis, he commanded, let there be light. And there was light. So in other words, from within the word, <clears throat> light was released. Okay? As we have seen, the word is life. The word is light. Okay? And God is light. In him, in him there is no darkness at all. Unlike in all of us, you know, we, we may have received Christ and light has come into our life, but there is still a lot of shadows there. <clears throat> Some of the areas may even be pitch dark. And that's why we are here, because God wants to transform us into uh, new beings where we are becoming exactly like him, the light of the world. That is what he is working on. So, in other words, God released the light in order to do his work of creation. So, the word 
which is life, which is light, is also energy. Okay? I think this is one of the things that, uh, you know, in most of history, people understood. You know, light and energy uh, are coming from the source of the sun, isn't it? Because, you know, when you're outside in the, in the heat of the day, then you know uh, the, the sun has energy. It, it burns you, okay? And, of course, we know that the energy of the light is able to make things grow, okay? So for most of history, this is what people understood. Light also has energy. But I want you to understand that there is much more than that than just energy. Of course, that is very important. No other force can rival the spectrum of waves, starting with the gamma rays, waves, and then all, all the way to radio waves and, and, and so on. Okay, I'll show you a, 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 a depiction just in a moment of time. Okay, so this energy was employed at a time of creation, the light energy. It is so powerful, you know, that it starts from the gamma rays, which are very, very short waves, which has the power to do nuclear fusion, okay? It can actually uh, do the nuclear uh, splitting of, 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 of power. You know, that's what we have been uh, able to, to learn even in physics. And then <clears throat> it goes on to X-rays. X-rays are a little bit longer rays, a bit longer waves, uh, but we know that X-ray is very, uh, very powerful. You know, it can see things uh, that our natural eyes can never see. It can look inside our bodies. And all of us who have been at an X-ray at, at one time or the other, you know, you, you get your X-ray uh, pictures. So you get to see things that no not natural eye can see because it looks inside. So X-rays can go just beyond that. Okay? <clears throat> so this energy was was employed at a time of creation. So we must understand that there is amazing power at work in light, okay? Light can do all kinds of different things, you know? I mean, now there is even laser light, which actually is just light amplified, okay? And it can cut, it can, it can weld, it can do all kinds of different things. Now, when Jesus was sent into the world, he came with all of the energy that was employed at a time of creation, okay? When, when God said, let there be light, the same energy was put into motion as when Jesus came into this world. Now, he, of course, was, uh, you know, in a human form, and so people just looked at him as, the, as a cup in the sun, as just another human being. They didn't realize that this was the most powerful package of God ever reaching earth. Now, I want you to uh, bear with me for a moment, you know, understanding the riches of the light of God, okay? First of all, I want you uh, to have a look at the electromagnetic spectrum, okay? I want to have this on the screen, okay? Even so, you may not be able to read everything, uh, but I think it's quite visible what is there. You know, so you can see some waves there. On top, you see um, different uh, uh, icons, you know, like a tower, AM, 
FM, TV. You know, these are long waves, radio waves. Uh, you go to radar, then you come to, uh, you know, uh, TV remote, you know, not, not the natural, which is going through the, through the waves, but uh, uh, beyond that, which is in the infrared uh, area. And then you come to that narrow thing, you know, can you see these two lines which are going to then become big and where it says visible spectrum, okay? So this is what we see as light, okay? Like the light bulb, like the sun, and yet a lot of things that the sun is bringing to us every day, you know, we are not seeing it, okay? There's ultraviolet light, UV light as we call it. Uh, there are many rays that are uh, very powerful in making everything grow that grows on, in our fields. You know, all of these uh, wonderful, powerful uh, elements that are in the light. It's very interesting, you know, that all of these, what is called electromagnetic waves, whether it's radio, visible, or gamma, travel at the same speed, the speed of light. So in other words, everything is light, okay? Not everything is visible to our natural eyes, but everything is classified as light because everything travels at the same speed of life. And that is about uh, 300 million meters per second, okay? We know that this is the fastest that anything can travel in this world, the speed of life. So the, the waves, whether it's uh, radio waves, radar waves, you know, uh, uh, light waves, sun rays, or X-ray rays, or, or, or uh, radioactive uh, elements, they're all traveling at the same speed of light. So everything is light. But what we commonly understand as light is just a very narrow spectrum that you can see there, the visible spectrum. And in this visible spectrum, we have got our different colors, you know, the rainbow colors, we can be able to see it. But it's, it's interesting that a number of other species, you know, like certain birds, they have got a, a, an extra receptor where they can see a far wider spectrum than we can be able to see. Just like uh, certain animals, like dogs, they can hear uh, frequencies that we cannot hear, okay? Or we have got bats which are uh, using, you know, this, this uh, special way of, of, of sending radio waves out and then they receive them back in order to know exactly where they're going. It's an amazing world that God has created. What we must just understand is that God is the originator of that light. And this is natural light, okay? This is uh, not even talking about a spirit dimension of light. This is natural light. Now, this is created by God, and it is full of, of power, of energy, okay? No wonder if the Bible says that the word of God is like a hammer, you know? There's energy. The word of God is like a double-edged sword. There is energy, okay? Because the word releases life, which is light, okay? So imagine, even so, uh, the, the voice uh, travels far slower, Okay, a voice wave travels about 343 meters per second. But in reality, if you are having, you know, uh, everything on, on, on radio, it will run or it will uh, 
you know, go at the speed of light. Now, how many radio channels have we got? How many TV channels have we got today in our country and, of course, in the world? Probably more than we can count. Okay. And all of these rays are somewhere around you, but you can't hear, you can't see. You need a special receiver in order to get it. And you know, this is what we must understand. What is true in the natural is also true in the spiritual. We cannot see the spiritual light of God unless we have a receiver. And you know, the Bible says God is spirit and those who want to worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, so in other words, we can only be able to, re, uh, to, to relate with God through our spirit. And of course, that spirit died at a time of uh, man falling into sin. And that's why Jesus says, unless you are born again, you know, what, what Jesus was meaning was not our flesh and blood, that is there. Was this talking about our soul, that was still there. But what Jesus was talking about was the spirit that had died at a time of sin, okay? And unfortunately, we are all born of uh, uh, the first couple, Adam and Eve, and as such, we were all born in spiritual darkness. So we can only have life and light when we are made alive through the Spirit of God, okay? This was the, uh, the, the, the problem that Nicodemus had, you know, he said, how can I be born again when I'm an adult? You know, how can I go back into my mother's womb and, and be born again? Of course, that's not possible. And Jesus said it's not even necessary because even then it would still be flesh and blood. But you must be born of the Spirit. And if you're not, then you cannot even see the kingdom of God. So the, the, the reason why people do not understand the things of God, why they do not understand God, is because they have no spirit, they have no receiver with which to receive what God is saying, with, with uh, all the, the, the riches of, of, of God's uh, revelation. You know, it's just like if you are telling somebody who has never gone to school, or even some people have gone to school, and you tell them, you know, can you look at the air? <clears throat> Do you know that there is a lot of uh, uh, sound in the air? You can actually receive some, some uh, um, you know, signals in the air. You can actually get a radio and make this visible or, or audible, you know, whatever the case may be, <clears throat> TV or radio. And uh, somebody who has never understood that, may, may never understood, have, have understood the science, may say, but you are, you are lying. This is just air. I can breathe the air, but otherwise there's nothing. In reality, everything is full of messages, okay? Things that we cannot be able to see with our natural eyes, but they are reality. And the waves are there, except you can only see them with specialized equipment. And you can only receive it with specialized equipment. So in the natural, scientists have classified about seven groups, and you can see this here. You know, these are about seven groups that have uh, uh, divided the whole spectrum into, okay? These are gamma rays, which is the most powerful of all the rays and the most uh, short wave uh, uh, rays that are there. Then you have X-ray radiation, which of course we know from going to the 
clinic or the hospital, when we get an X-ray, we know what it does. We, we know that the, the, the secrets that are inside our body can be revealed. If I have broken a bone, it can be seen. Okay. Then there's ultraviolet radiation, which is very, very important for the growth of everything that is uh, growing in our fields. Then there's the visible light. Okay. And as I said, the visible light is a very narrow spectrum from uh, you know, the whole spectrum that we can see here. Then we have infrared radiation. Infrared has got uh, uh, properties of healing. You know, if you have got any problems with some parts in your body and you put it under infrared light, it will be very helpful. It will be very uh, soothing and, and, and healing much quicker. And then, of course, we have microwave radiation. You know, microwave radiation, which is also including radar, and other things. Um, this is uh, what we probably know from the microwave oven that we might have at home or not have, <laughs> you know, where you put something inside and, and uh, differently from a conventional uh, oven uh, will, will very, very fast uh, prepare your food, okay? Of course, if you do it too much, it may go beyond uh, beyond the point where you can consume it. So be careful, radio wave uh, can have power. And of course, all of these things, we need to be very careful because these things have power, but they can also do damage, okay, if we are not careful. I'll come to that a little bit later. And then, of course, the longest waves of all are the radio waves. So these things are, you know, in the natural. Uh, scientists have given us a, an, an amazing understanding and knowledge of all of these things. Okay, of this, what we call electromagnetic spectrum, as the scientists call it. But in reality, this is what the Bible calls light. Okay? Everything, all of these, travel at the speed of light. 300 million meters per second. Very fast. Okay, so it is actually light. Now, what I want us to understand is uh, this illustration from the natural gives us also an eye-opener for the spiritual dimension. As complex as the natural life may be, we must also understand that there is a spiritual dimension to light. Okay? The spiritual dimension cannot be seen and cannot be understood by scientists, okay? They have, they have done this, and thank God, it's a very good job. But now we as believers, we must, uh, you know, take the natural and understand it from a spiritual perspective, okay? The riches of the light of God far supersedes the natural light. Now, you have heard me say that this natural light or the light of God, when God said, let there be light, you know, all the creation came into being, okay, from the very beginning. I mean, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and then, you know, he sent the light to bring all of the things forth, okay? So you can imagine, to make creation what it is today, it, it needed an amazing power, amazing energy, and that is in the light, Okay? We, we see this a little bit, you know, uh, when we see nuclear fusions, 
okay, or when we see laser light, which is very, very powerful. So light is powerful. When Jesus says, I am the light of the world, don't see it in a narrow way, but see it in the way it really is. And as I said, the spiritual dimension far goes beyond the natural that we can see here. Okay? So remember the fruit of the light. Uh, this is what um, Ephesians 5 verse 9 says. For the fruit of the light. Okay? And this is very important for us to, to capture, to understand. Light is bearing fruit. Okay? This is what we see every day, you know? It's the light that brought all the things that are in this natural world into being. But then the light also brings the things of God, the spiritual dimensions in our life to being. And so the Bible says, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, in all righteousness and truth. Okay, and of course a little Earlier we have read that Jesus came full of grace and truth. So you could carry on and, you know, uh, say all of these dimensions that God has given to us in Christ. You know, grace, truth, righteousness. All of these, justice, all of these are in, in the light. That's the fruit of the light. And that's why uh, Paul is encouraging the people in Ephesus and, of course, us today, live as children of the light. Okay, so when we come out of darkness, we come with our crooked ways. We come with all the cancers of evil inside of our hearts. And when we begin to walk with him, you know, God is beginning to uh, let his light shine on these areas. And not just shine on these areas, but bring transformation. Just like, you know, the sun is bringing light to, uh, to the fields where we are putting seed. And of course, it's growing. Okay, there's fruit coming forth. And that's exactly what light is going to do in your life and in my life. So if there is no fruit, then there's something wrong. Okay? You see, every one of us has come into the kingdom of God with a lot of baggage, with a lot of uh, challenges, you know, things that are not exactly the way we should be. But then God is busy working in every single one of us so that the light of the fruit or the, 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 the fruit of light can come into fruition, you know, can come into being, that we are becoming people who speak the truth, you know, not uh, deceiving and uh, doing unrighteous acts, but that we are living by the grace of God, that we're living in the truth of God, that we are pursuing righteousness and of course this is with our theme this year that God wants us to you know uh, live a life of righteousness and all goodness so sometimes we are uh, having this slogan you know God is good and then others are saying all the time God is good yes God is good but the reality is sometimes we don't understand what we are saying okay the fruit of the light is all goodness, and all goodness is far beyond what we can capture, what we can understand, what we can comprehend. It's beyond that. Okay? Now, the light of God is a treatment for the cancers of evil. So, you, we all know when somebody has uh, cancer, then he should go for radiate, radiation or for chemo. Okay? 
Now, uh, both of them have got their pros and cons, because you know we have not learned to 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 you know tailor them perfectly. But the radiation therapy of God is perfect. Okay, and I want you to understand that. There is power in the world. And that power released in our bodies will be able to remove the cancers of crookedness, the cancers of evil, the cancer of lying, the cancer of, uh, you know, hiding things uh, from others. You know, we, we, we need to understand that God is, is very surgical, you know. The Bible says that the word of God, okay, and the word of God releases life, releases light. Okay, the word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword so that it can separate bone and marrow. Okay, bone and marrow is very close, you know, because uh, the marrow is inside the bone. And what Jesus is really expressing with that, or God is expressing with this word, is that <clears throat> just like bone and marrow is very tight together, so are we uh, as human beings who came into relationship with God, who have been born again by the power of God, there is still that bone and marrow, okay? The things of the flesh and the things of God. And God is busy separating those two elements, okay? The, the, the fruit of the flesh has got no room anymore in our life as we are going to uh, prepare ourselves to meet our God. If, if, if that is not dealt with, then we will, will not be able to live in the presence of God, okay? The light of God will kill us. And so God is now releasing his perfect radiation to deal with the evils inside of us, okay? Because we all have them, whether we like it or not, you know, we all have inclinations to do things that are that are not straightforward, okay? And of course, as we are walking with Christ, as the word of God is being uh, released in our life, which sets free the energy of God, the light of God, you know, all these things are being dealt with. And, and the good thing is <clears throat> that the radiation power of God's light is not damaging, okay? If you are looking for too long into the sun, and you know some people have been doing that, especially when we have some eclipses, you know, people are looking up to the sun and then when finally maybe the, the sun is, is revealed again in its power, they keep on looking at the sun. You can damage your eyes. You can damage your eyes maybe for a while, but you can damage your eyes permanently if you are looking at light that is not meant to be, uh, to be utilized by our human eyes. In fact, our human eyes are made in such a powerful way that if we are using them correctly, that means we are not staring at the sun because that's dangerous. But if we are using them correctly, you know, our human eyes are filtering out all the rays that could do damage to our lives, okay? It only lets the things through that are, you know, beneficial for us to see the different colors and the different, uh, you know, uh, dimensions and uh, silhouettes that we are supposed to see. That's what our lives are allowing through. All the other, you know, elements of the life, of the light, it filters out, 
okay? You can't see X-ray. If you would see them, you know, if, you, if your eyes would be able to, to, to look into X-ray, your eyes would be permanently damaged. You know, you can't see gamma rays. And even the rays which are very common, like uh, UV rays and, and, and uh, ultraviolet uh, rays, you know, God uh, has made our eyes in such a way that we are able to only see what is beneficial for us. But then, you know, God has the power in his light to deal with the things that needs to be transformed inside of us. So there is no limit to all the good forces of God contained in the light of God that comes to do work inside of you, who is doing the engineering inside of your heart and life, okay? So if X-ray can be able to see what is happening inside of your body, or if the, uh, the radiation that you, are, that you are receiving when you are going for cancer treatment, if they can be able to you know, break the, the, the cancer cells and, 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 and destroy them, uh, we know that there is always a danger there. It could always do also harm to the good cells, but not with the word of God. Okay, that's why we need the radiation of the light of God. Okay, the radiation therapy of the light of God. That's amazing. So God is busy working in our life. And, that's, and in the life of God is so important because released from the word is the life of God. And in the life of God, there is the light of God. Okay, that's why Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, okay? And that light of life is dealing with all of the challenges that we cannot deal with ourselves. The Bible tells us in the book of Psalms, one, uh, one zero I think 107, he sent his word and healed them. Okay, he sent his word and healed them. Very, very powerful, okay? And delivered them from their destruction. So now, maybe you have a greater understanding what this means. You know, because you think the word, what can the word really be able to do inside of me? You know, the word of God is a, is a word of power. Through the word, all things were created. In the word, there is, there is life. In the word, there is light. And when God releases them into your life, transformation is going to happen. Okay? Transformation will come to pass, unless you shield yourself out from the word of God. And that's why it is so important that the word of God is not just, you know, uh, we are supposed to be exposed to the word of God every now and then, but we must be exposed to the word of God very regularly. You know, it's like food. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So this is the word that brings healing in our bodies. And I'm now not talking necessarily about Physical healing, I speak about spiritual healing, okay? Because spiritually, we are, we are dead without God. And so God brings light, but when the light has come and we are made alive, 
then there is that, that uh, you know, competition between the old nature and the new nature. And that needs to be resolved. And it can only be resolved as God is applying his light into our lives. That's the reason why Jesus said, I will build my church or my ecclesia, okay? It cannot be done by the wisdom of man. It cannot be done by whatever we think we are clever enough to do. It can only be done through the word of God. Whatever the word of God builds is being built and it will have eternity value. Whatever we build in our own ability, in our own flesh, will not stand for very long. So clearly, we learn something from the illustration of the spectrum of light that there is amazing power that God wants to apply to every one of us, okay? To deal with the different shortcomings in our lives. You know, cancer, uh, is the multiplication of cells which are doing damage in our life, okay? They're not helpful uh, multiplications, but they are multiplications which are uh, breaking down our, our functions inside our body. And they need to be dealt with. And if cancer is not being treated, then it will kill us, okay? And maybe you have seen people die far too early because of cancer, you know? Thank God, God is the healer, okay? Now, what is the natural cancer we understand? But then there is a spiritual dimension of cancer, okay? Or let me say, it's of the old nature of life that is cancerous inside of our body, in our soul, that has an effect even on our spiritual life, and that needs to be dealt with. That is what God sends his life to work out, and that's why he sends his word to heal us. You know, it's a, it's a radiation therapy, okay? He lets the waves that are going to deal with those uh, wrong growths uh, in order to, to eradicate them in our lives. God loves you, God loves me. That's why he's busy working on us. You know, we are here in this world for the very simple reason that God still has work to do inside of our lives just route to the promised land. The reason was, there was work to be done in their lives. And that work was not easy to be accomplished. In fact, it took God 40 years. And uh, some of them never learned, you know, they needed to uh, just be succeeded by their children to finally be able to be in the very past that God wanted them to be. So God is busy working things out in our lives. Psalms 104 verse 1 says, the city, that is the city of God that we are going to, okay, the city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light and the lamp, the lamp is its lamp, okay, the lamp of God is the lamp or the light of God. So in other words, the natural light at that time will no longer be necessary. It will now supersede it by the spiritual light. And exactly that is what needs to happen inside of our bodies and inside our lives right now. 
Even so, you know, we are still in this world, and as long as we are in this world, we need the sun to shine on us. We need uh, the different light sources, you know, the uh, light sources that we have in our homes. But in reality, you know, one day, all of these light sources will no longer be necessary because God is transforming us from within to make us the light of God so that we will be light like he is light. John chapter 12, verse 35 says, Then Jesus told them, You're going to have the light a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. The man who walks in the dark does not know where he's going. Put your trust in the light while you have it, so that you may become sons of the light. Okay? So even if then the natural light is removed from us, we still have light within us. That is what God is working on in every one of us. Okay? One day the natural light around us will be removed, and then we must be the light that comes from Jesus said, I've come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. Okay? So we are all destined for the light. We all are meant to live in the light. And we all can only live in the light when God is working inside of us through that wide spectrum that God is using in order to transform our innermost being, okay? The cancer that may be developing inside or has been developed inside of your life from the old nature needs to go, okay? The cancer of crookedness, the cancer of lies, the cancer of cheating, all of these cancers, they need to be dealt with. And praise God, you know, God is a, is a God of love and light. And when he sends his light, it will not do damage to us. It may be painful at one time, you know. When, when God removes certain things through the double-edged sword, we, we may say, well, I don't like this thing to, to, be, to be going, okay? Because we have become so accustomed to it. But it's for our good. You know, the radiation therapy of God is perfect. Perfectly tailored to our needs so that it will be able to accomplish what we require, okay? So we are safe in his light. We are protected in the light of God. I think one of the most powerful uh, uh, scriptures of, of, of uh, the dimension of protection is the, the, the word of Psalm 91, where the Bible tells us, you know, that uh, we are able to live in the light of God, you know. We are able to uh, see the shadow of the Almighty upon our lives. So in other words, God protects us. He makes sure that no light that can damage us will ever come through. You know, he is our refuge. He, is, uh, he, he has his wings over our lives and covers us. He is our fortress and we are safe in him. So God is busy working inside of our lives, okay? And let us remember, God wants us to, uh, to really make sure that we find this light in our lives. That's why the Bible says, this is the time to seek the Lord, okay? This is the time to get exposed to the light of God. This is the time to, 
turn around the hard ground in our hearts so that the light of God can do its work. You see, darkness can always try to resist. Now, I'm not saying that darkness can resist the light of God, but the darkness in us can hinder God from letting his light shine in our lives. Okay? It's very, very possible. You know, some people were on fire for God, but then they withdrew. Some people call it backsliding. They, 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 they just shut their, their, their uh, windows down and no light can come through. And eventually, they will fall back into their old way of lives. And that's very sad, you know. Darkness and light cannot live together. So we cannot go back to the old way of life and at the same time also please God. That's not possible. So God must be allowed in each and every one of us. And that's our choice, you know. How much you expose yourself to the word of God is not God's decision. It's your decision, okay? When you are invited to come to uh, radiotherapy in the hospital because you have a cancer and you decide not to go there, it's your decision, okay? You can say, no, I'm, uh, I don't like it. I'm not going to, to, to go. Well, it may mean that you are not going to defeat the cancer in your body and you're, you're going to die. The same is true in the spiritual dimension. You know, God has given us his word and we must get exposed to the word continuously. We must be willing to let the word of God penetrate our hearts and minds, do its work inside our life. So the light of God needs to come through, you know, in this radiation therapy deep down in our hearts and work out what we ourselves cannot work out. You know, you have all heard that uh, saying uh, that the, the road to hell is, 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 is marked by uh, many good intentions. You know, every year people come up with uh, all kinds of different uh, intentions that they write down even on a statement of, uh, of uh, uh, good intentions that they want to achieve. And very soon after the year has started, it will be shelved and it will be forgotten. You know, we cannot change ourselves. We have no power that is able to deal with the cancers of evil. You know, that power is only in the light of God, okay? And that's why we need to expose ourselves to the light of God. That's why we need to make room for the word of God that brings us life and that brings us light in order to do the work that God wants to accomplish in every one of us. So God is serving us with all these different elements which we may not even be fully aware of. Just like most human beings in the history of time have never been fully uh, aware of the different uh, spectrum of the, of the uh, dimensions of light. Okay? They didn't understand that. Today we understand that. And I think, you know, God always shows us the natural so that we learn from the natural, also for the spiritual. So first the natural, then the spiritual. So if, if, if you know, uh, the electromagnetic or the light spectrum is so huge, then the spiritual spectrum of life is even far bigger than that. 
And so let us learn that God wants to do his work. You know, just like we have read in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, or let me read verse 7, if we are living in the light, okay, are you hearing that? If we are living in the light, okay, what will happen if you are not living in the light? If you are putting, you know, if you are going into a, into a, a mountain cage somewhere deep down and you never come out in the light, what will happen to you? You will become very unhealthy, okay? And uh, your, your skin complexion is going to change because we need the light, okay? Do you know that light gives us vitamin D? Okay, you cannot get it any other way. Of course, there are some... some uh, 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 stuff which they are going to make and say this is vitamin D, but in reality, vitamin D comes through sun rays, okay? Comes through the sun. You can't see it, but it comes, okay? And so the Bible says, if we are living in the light as God is in the light, okay? Not you decide how much light you should allow uh, yourself uh, to come into your, into your uh, body or into your life, but as God is in the light, Then we have fellowship with each other. You know, light is removing the shadows, is removing the misunderstanding, is removing the gossip, is removing all that nonsense that is hindering us to really come together in fellowship. Then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So the light is removing every stain and every wrinkle from our life. You know, we have been looking at that scripture in the book of Ephesians some time back in Ephesians 5, that God is preparing his bride without spot and wrinkles. And how does he achieve that? He achieves that with the light. The word that is being released in the word is life, in the word is light. And it will remove all of these elements that are not of God and that can never be able to find themselves in the presence of God. So God is dealing with our old nature and he does it in a very amazing way, you know. He doesn't need to cut our innermost being and remove some stuff. He does it in a non-invasive manner, okay, through light, okay. Light is powerful. Light can penetrate your skin, okay? I mean, X-ray can penetrate even in the deepest corner of your body, and you are not even aware of it. You don't know how does this work, but it works. So God's plan is to change us into the image as he revealed it to us in the life of Christ. You know, Christ is the image that we need to follow and that needs to become reality in each and every one of us. Okay, the Bible says that we were created in his own image and likeness. And of course, that image of God was lost because of sin. But now we have a model that God has given us in Christ. What does it mean to be like God? Just look at Jesus. Then you know what God wants you to be. Okay, how God wants to transform your life. In him, there was no darkness. In him, there was no deceit. In him, there was no sin whatsoever. And that's exactly where God wants to take us to. But it can only be possible to achieve that through the light of God working inside of us. 
So no good will ever come, or let me say, no good will ever be enough, no good things will ever be enough to accomplish this work. It can only be done by the light of God. You see, this is why some people who think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a good person, I, I, I impress God, I'm not, I'm not stealing, I'm not uh, doing this or the other like other bad people do, I'm good enough. Let me tell you, God doesn't look at your understanding of good. He has got his own concept of goodness, okay? And when he says that there should be all goodness found in us through the light of God, then it's far beyond what we can ever accomplish through our own doing. Because, you know, whatever we do has always got the, our, our, our past attached to it. You know, we are coming out of a world of darkness, a world of sin, and even the best thing we do can never be perfect. Only when God engineers our lives can we become holy and righteous and perfect. So it requires divine engineering and that divine engineering is happening through the light of God inside of us. So, remember, God employs the perfect radiation treatment so that all the cancers of our old nature will be eradicated, will be a thing of the past, will be dealt with once and forever. And so expose yourself to the light, okay? When it is exposed, it can be dealt with and it can be, it can be thrown out. You know, some of the things that are inside of us, they are so deep, we don't even know these things ourselves. Sometimes we are so crooked that we don't even realize that we are crooked. Maybe other people will see it, but we don't see it ourselves. That's why we need the light of God, okay? That's why the light needs to shine, to separate that which is of God and that which is of our old nature. Like a double-edged sword, as Jesus, as, as the word of God says in, in, in the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, you know, that is even separating bone and marrow, going deep, separating the spiritual from, from the natural, okay? That's what God is doing. So when God tells us that he is light and in him there is no darkness at all, this is where we are heading to, okay? We cannot keep some of our darkness and say, Lord, I have got some corners down there. I'll bring them along. You can't bring them along. If you want to keep them, then you have no entrance into the kingdom of God. So let's invite God to apply the perfect radiation therapy on our life, the therapy of the light of God, okay? And he will transform us in a wonderful and powerful way. Today, you may have recognized one or two things in your own life, you know, because this will, will always happen when the word of God is being preached, that need to be transformed, And it's good when we come to recognize that there are areas in our life that need to be transformed. But now don't use your flesh to try and remove these things because you can't. Allow God to shine in your life, to bring the therapy that only he has, that only his light has got, okay? And God will do amazing things 
in everything, in every one of us, if we allow him to do so. You know, the Bible says that darkness could not comprehend the light of God. And that is true even today. Darkness cannot understand what God is busy doing. Okay? So let God shine in you. Do his work inside of you. Uh, just before I close, you know, at one time, you know that uh, Job went through a very, very tough time in his life, in his life and he didn't understand what, what was happening. And uh, probably similar things can happen to us as well. You know, we go through hardships, we go through difficulties, we don't really understand, why am I going through what I'm going through? And we don't realize that actually God is actually busy transforming our lives, busy engineering us in a divine way. And eventually, you know, when he had talked to his friends and all the conversation came to an end, finally God would speak. And one of the questions that God was asking uh, of Job, a very interesting question, you know, God was asking, what is the way to the abode of lights? Okay, where does light come from? Okay, and where does darkness reside? I think these are questions which we don't have answers to. Okay, we can attempt, we can say a lot of things, but in reality we have no, no clue. But then we find the answer in the word of God, okay? In Psalm 36 verse 9, we find the answer. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see lights. Okay? In your light we see lights. Jesus says, if you're not born again, you can never even see the kingdom of God. But in the light of God, we see the light. And you know, this light that we are going to see is not just limited to the natural spectrum of visibility, but it is the spiritual spectrum of God's grace, of God's mercy, of God's love, of God's kindness, of God's righteousness, of God's goodness. All these things that God wants to, you know, install permanently in our life, not just for time, but for eternity to come. So that when finally our time has gone, we are going to the abode of light. We are going to where God is. And we are going to join him, being the people who are made into lights, coming from darkness, but brought into the light of God. Amen. Let us pray. Lord our God, we want to thank you so much for your amazing words. Lord, thank you that we can learn from the natural to understand greater details and greater depths even in the spiritual dimension. So Lord, I pray, Lord, help us that we learn to expose ourselves to the light, your perfect light, that light which transforms us, that light which removes every... Uh, thing that is undesired in the kingdom of God. Lord, thank you, Jesus, that you have come with this light into the world to make us into new creatures, into new beings that are fitting into your kingdom of God. So, Lord Jesus, I pray 
that you give us that desire, Lord, to expose ourselves more to the word that brings us life and that brings us light, that is able to transform even the hardest rock. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are busy with each and every one of us because you love us so much and because you have a destiny that is far beyond our understanding, far beyond our grasp. And so, Lord Jesus, we pray, continue your work in us. Let the Spirit flow. Let the Spirit move. Let the Spirit give us the radiation that gives us perfect treatment for what we are meant to be. To you be the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. And everyone say, Amen. Amen. Amen.